All right, guys, we are back with another special episode of For the Republic. Uh, uh, I'm your host, Louis KD. KD, birthday boy. He's now 37 years old and officially a member of Antifa. How does it feel? How does it feel being 37 years old? It feels wonderful shitting your own country and be 37 years old with no job. No job, no future. Yeah. You're just angry. <laughs> You um you have an affinity to to blow things up, but then you run away from the cops when they arrest you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you like to sit in traffic and and hold posters. Yeah, that too. And glue your hands to the to the to the asphalt, and then cry when you get pulled off. My favorite sign is definitely "Queers for Palestine." <laughs> That's your favorite sign, bro. Yeah, because you yeah, need those. My yeah, favorite sign. they're they're very passionate. Yeah, they're very passionate, even though they know what would happen. They're like. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, I wonder, how do they feel? Like, huh? when when those people, like, they, because I saw one, they were like, I know we're not allowed there, but still, I'm like, do they feel like they're doing something, like, like heroic? Like, I'm going to die for them. It's like, no, they, like, they're the ones who are going to kill you, not the Israelis. Yeah, I think at the same time, they just need a little bit of attention. That's true, they do. I mean, the <laughs> Miss Universe isn't enough for them. They want more. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did did you saw the video of like um two miss um what was it two miss something one one from Netherlands and yeah, one's from Portugal uh, yeah, yeah I Portugal saw I saw a tweet and it was like did someone go and check Miss Thailand? <laughs> There's a lot of them in Thailand. Exactly, they were like, did someone go check if Miss Thailand was trans or not? Maybe some one of them got through. Right. That was fun. No, I saw that video. It looked. It, it's it's so weird. Sometimes we wonder if it's a woman or not. Bruh, nah, you can see that sharp-ass jawline, bro. <laughs> and, that, nah, and, that, and that big uh, shoulder white span. <laughs> and then you saw the Nepal. Nepal nominated a fat bitch. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's how you know they're struggling for attention. Like, there's there got to be some pretty women in, in Nepal. Oh, I... I haven't seen one at all. Oh well, <laughs> never. I've never, <laughs> never seen know. one actually. Bro, I don't know how no Miss Nicaragua won. Like Miss Colombia, like she's a milf and she's hotter than Miss Nicaragua. Well, I can, I can, I can definitely agree with Colombia, but I don't know about Nicaragua. She won. Nicu- Miss, Nicaragua. Miss Nicaragua won. Oh, she did. Yeah. I take it back. Miss <laughs> Nicaragua won, and I'm like, bro, she, I don't think she deserved to win. Her, she looked weird. <laughs> you probably said, yo, how the hell did she win? She ugly as hell. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, Miss Colombia is a mom. She's the first mom to be, um, to be a contestant. To... Oh, really? Yeah, she's like the first married mom, I think, to be. A... I think actually, yeah, first mom because I, I don't know if they've ever been married, but I think. Wait, I in in, in Colombia or in in general? No, in the in the contest. Oh wow! Yeah, I was like, okay, that's a weird stat, but like, that's interesting. That is a weird stat. Yeah, and but it was like she tried to be uh, the, <laughs> she wanted to be the nominee for Miss Colombia, like like I think like in 2019, mm-hmm. when I think she wasn't when she didn't have a kid, and I think she lost it, and now she has a kid and she's the nominee. So it's like, I think it was like her third wow. time trying to be Miss Colombia, and now she did, but then she lost, you know, because the trans people. I'm gonna blame it on the trans people, even though it's not their fault. It's because you know they just don't they don't got they don't have a place to be there. It's not their competition. Yes, it is. It's not. It's Miss Universe, but 
I mean, I get it's Miss Universe, but this isn't really for aliens. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Since I'm a since I'm a really bad podcast host, I'm gonna be the guy to go to transition to really important news, and that's just some important news. Oh, I heard about it. Yeah. So she just died today. Rosalind Carter, former first lady. Ninety-six. Jimmy Carter. She died today, I think, of natural causes because she was in hospice care. So I don't, I don't know if you kept up with it, but a couple of days ago, this week, she went into hospice care, which pretty much means like you know it's time to like make final arrangements. She's, you know, it's kind of like the end days. It's like you know she's gonna be home with her family, near the people she loves, preparing just you know to wait on until it's you know be over with. And I think at ninety five, I think I think in like. A, Last year, two years ago, when she was 95, she was diagnosed with, like, dementia. So I think she had been going through, or I guess we found out she had dementia. So I don't know um, what she was like at this point. Mm-hmm. But she passed away at 96 um, in Plains, Georgia, where she and her husband lived for decades. Um, and she was the former first lady. And... um I don't know. I mean, I wasn't a fan of them, of them too. It's like in terms of like the political stuff, obviously. But I would say that she was after the presidency. They are probably my, my the only ones I liked after presidency that um that actually did good things for the community. Like I get it. Like Jimmy Carter kind of leaned into his like socialist phase, where you know he liked Bernie Sanders and yeah, and he went to North Korea on behalf of the government. And stuff like that. But I mean, for, for the most part, I mean, when the former president isn't giving speeches for $200,000, like Bill Clinton and Hillary, and Barack Obama's buying mansions, and he's building homes for the community, you just have to admire that. Like, that's, there, that goes no bounds. His kindness shows no bounds. And I think, I think most presidents, I would say like, yeah, he, I would, I like him as a former president more than even Trump because this guy actually does things for the actual community. And I, and Trump is running for president, so it's different. But this is a guy who could have done what most of them do. And Jimmy Carter did try to, so when Jimmy Carter left, he did try to get back into the White House. So there was a possibility that he would have been the nominee in 1984 to run against Reagan again. I think by ninety one, by ninety by ninety one or ninety two, when the economy finally left the recession and boomed, I think uh, he left the he dropped out of any. There was he didn't really officially get in, but I think in terms of rumors, he declined. He just kind of bowed out and let Walter Mondale get in. Um, who was so he didn't he didn't give out any reasons of why he left out. Well, I think he just tried decided to say like, okay, it's it's time for a new guy, and it was Walter Mondale who was vice president under Carter. Okay. At the time, so that was right. you know, and and Walter Mondale went on to lose badly to Reagan in '84. Like right. I think I think he only won two states. That's how bad it was. Minnesota, mm. of course, and Illinois. Mm. So that was that, and uh, I think you know if you go through the articles, you'll find out you know Rosalind Carter was um, sort of involved in the day to day activities of the White House. She was her husband used her as like an ambassador. She was an envoy to Latin America. She was a symbol of women's empowerment in the 70s for the feminists who said, yeah, girl, you do you because you work in the White House. And even though people were saying, hey, we didn't elect Rosalind, we elected Jimmy. Why is Rosalind going to the 
Latin America to discuss things. We elected him. Right. You know, feminines. Women are women. That's how they be. Any they thought? They can do things. Wait, so I'm I'm actually curious because I, I didn't know she was 96. How old was How old is Jimmy? 98. That's crazy. And he's still alive. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, and he he by the way entered hospice care I think like a month ago or something, and he got it. He came out of hospice care, so you know he made it. She unfortunately did not. Uh, but I mean, I think the good thing is that outside of the dementia, I think they they put she passed of natural causes, and at ninety six, that's a blessing. So prayers and thoughts, of course, with their family. Um, political stuff aside, I, I, they're they're just you know exemplary human beings. I mean, the, what they did for their communities and just everywhere. Habitat for Humanity. There's a Habitat for Humanity in my in my town, just down the street from me. There's a big office, and that's his group. Mm-hmm. That's his group that he did, and they're like a nationwide humanitarian aid care for low income communities. You know, people that need houses. They, I mean, there's some people that they build houses. They would both go on the site and build houses for people with the with all the you know uh, volunteers. It wasn't that wow. he put up the money and he did it. I mean, this he didn't have a lot of money. He's he. He was a naval officer, and they lived on a naval base. And then when his dad died in, what, 53? That's when he went back to Georgia to take over the um, the family farm. And from there, he got into politics and, you know, and eventually became the governor of Georgia. And from governor of Georgia, he became president in 1976. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he didn't really come from a lot of money. And then after that, most politicians at the time, they would do paid speaking engagements, you know, like the Clintons did. All right. Yeah. Uh, again, I mentioned the political stuff, and then after that, I mean, he wasn't really a big fan of doing political speeches. He just didn't do it. He wasn't getting paid by banks to do like. He and Reagan tried to do that, and I think Reagan, before he got the the the, the, the um, Alzheimer's, Reagan also didn't really do it a lot of it. Um. So like by ninety, so by when I Reagan left, I think by like ninety three, Reagan was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and then isolated until he died. No one saw him again. And then Carter, mm-hmm. I think, I think probably by like ninety, he was a, he didn't do any paid speeches, and then just did humanitarian aid, okay, or anything the government says. So you know, exemplary human beings and stuff like that. So, well, J- uh, Jimmy Carter is not your typical liberal, like like the ones we have today. No, um, is it a bit different? I um, so is he for big government maybe, programs? Maybe yes. Um, he was like, of course, he he helped start like the Medicare, Medicaid. He was a big part of that. Um, he created the Department of Education, I think. I think he bring the, I think he created the Department of Human Health and Human Services. I How about a Big Pharma? Well, Big Pharma wasn't a thing back then, so that was ah um, uh, okay, okay. Not as big as it is now. So, the Department of Education started what year? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. In 1980, so yeah, that was done by Jimmy Carter. Oh, yeah, so the Department of Health and Human Services also. Yeah. Those two were started by Jimmy Carter, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because at the time, the department was called the Department of Health, of Health, Education, and Welfare. Yeah, you know, they were pretty creative with their names. Yeah, so that that was it. Um, Smart people. I think in terms of, I think people look now to Biden in terms of foreign policy. He had some of the um, 
which you would say the weakest foreign policy. Obviously, the Iran stuff is the highlight of of the tour, where he kind of kind of let um the Ayatollah Khamenei take over the Iranians and gave no moral support, no political support, or military support to the Shah of Iran, and that's kind of why we have the mess we have now. Um, and there's like a whole backstory into that. Like, did they do that on purpose? Um, um, I don't, uh, outside of that, it, it, economically wise, we had like the worst stack of inflation ever. Um, yeah, I, I think everyone sucks. knows that part. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in terms of like liberal, like, of course, he's pro abortion. Uh, yeah. But he wasn't like your, he wasn't like your typical crazy. No, Crazy. I don't think he. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think he. In terms of that, he wasn't. But then again, yeah. like, if he was in power now, would he be Biden or would he be worse? That's kind of the. Because I don't know. He doesn't seem to. He does seem to have something different. I think. I think what you're pointing at is like, he cares about working class people in a way that Democrats of that time said they did, even mm -hmm. though their legislation was kind of different. But, mm -hmm. like, they said they acted as if they cared about working class people. I think he did. And I think he did, and I think he still did. Does you know? Still does. So that, I think that's where you're leaning towards. Like they aren't hypocrites in that way. Where like they say for they're for the poor, but they're really yeah. elitists. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look at what they do and say. Right. Yeah. Like I, I think that's what probably what you're leaning. Like I think he's like more of a common person. And I think by the way, and that was probably the biggest struggle. Remember, like that election was so odd because he wasn't your mainstream Democrat. He was like a governor from Georgia out of nowhere soft-spoken not a, not really you know a big national name um and then he had a speech you know the you know pretty much a male he said kind of a that the reason america was there was a malaise in 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 the country and the culture and pretty much people took that the wrong way saying you know i want my president to inspire us not say yeah everybody everything sucks that was mm -hmm. the gist of that speech um, some people like to say that he's like a president ahead of its time. I don't think he was a president of his time. I think he was just the wrong president for the he was the he was the wrong president for the wrong country. We're wrong. Okay. So yeah. he was the president for the wrong country. I mean, he if he was the prime minister of England, he would have been fine. <laughs> right. If he was the president of France, he would have been perfect. Anti-war. And that's also another thing. He had no wars, but then he let people like to say, "Oh, there was no wars." It's like, "Yeah, but look at what happened in Iran." So you know, you might maybe you kind of needed one. Um, and the, the Iran kind of helped lead the fall of the Shah of Iran, who was the power center of the Middle East, kind of like countering Saudi Arabia, kind of encountering all the the radicals, countering the communists that had that that sort of oddly enough married the the the, the radical fundamentalist Islamists, weirdest combination ever. Um, that started taking over the air, the area, like in Afghanistan, Iraq, um, Syria, some places like that. Um, so yeah, I guess like that's probably that's probably the biggest thing about him, like weak foreign policy, terrible economy, you know. Yeah, I think I think a lot of uh, especially conservatives they like to point out his uh, his negative policies. You know, yeah, the it was high, it was a bad inflation and, yeah. and all that. Yeah, it was a bad time. It was a bad time in the country. I mean, they were great people, but it was a bad time. And it's like a fresh start, like, uh, well, not a fresh start, but like, you know, he's not your typical mainstream kind of liberal like we have right now. No, he's your classic liberal. He's, he's your classic yeah, liberal. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, I he's, he's today, I don't really know if these are liberals. Oh, 
because I don't think the people we got today are liberals. I don't think they are. I think. Oh, I mean, yeah, today. Yeah, I think they're 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 like they're hitting socialists, extreme progressives, postmodernists. They're not they're not liberals. I mean, a liberal would be okay with what a liberal wouldn't tear down the posters of Israeli hostages on street corners. They wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. But they've they've been convinced of this. They're they're now socialists and. Yeah, but let, let's nor, move on nor, to... Um... Nor did we even try to arrest a politician either. Exactly. And speaking of socialists and the defeat of socialists, we have a great news next because Javier Millet is the next president of Argentina, bro. Ooh. He's the one. He won. He won. He won Emo today. Boy. Close election, but he came out and he won. And I was watching before we started this episode um, here recording Sunday the 19th when Argentinians went to vote. Um, Sergio Massa, who was the other candidate, conceded, conceded the election, spoke first and conceded. So I guess we're, I'm going to re- we're going to retweet the um, his, I guess, Malay's acceptance speech later on Twitter so everybody can see it, everybody following us. And I'm going to thank the new followers we have. We have a lot of new followers on Twitter. Hope you guys are watching. Hope you guys listening. We love you guys. Awesome. I hate you guys. He does, but it's also with love. Yeah, yeah. So Javier Millet is the next president of Argentina. This is his acceptance speech. Everybody was like, "This right wing dude." It's like, no, he is the. Even though he's in Argentina, he is a massive defender of Western civilization. Just look at his hand gestures, the Roman arc, right there. And this is him with his wife. Oh, pretty! I brought this to you because I knew you'd like this. You'd like that. Yeah, I do actually. That's his wife right there. <laughs> yeah, you know the conservatives. The conservative. I mean, people are saying that he's the next liberal. He's a liberal. He's a liberty. He's the first libertarian president. I'm like, I don't know if he would call himself a libertarian, in the sense that we call that American American libertarians are insane. They're insane. What, what would you call, what would you place him though? He's a classic libertarian with uh, classical liberal views. You know, when I mean classical liberal is, he believes libertarian in the sense that he is defending the natural liberties and freedoms of people, not the human rights granted to you by a government. He is defending the natural liberties granted to you by a higher power God, and that is the classical, liberal terms, libertarian view. This is him on his way to vote today. Jeez. 
of course, it's energetic. I know. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. Wow. Congrats. Yeah, I mean, we've been hoping for this. We've been talking about this for a while now. We've been talking yeah, about that's... this for a while now. And he finally did it. He finally did it. He pulled it off. People thought he was, you know, no. I was worried, too, that, you know, maybe they'll steal the election. They'll rig it. Yeah, I, I was going to. And then, no, he pulled it off. He pulled it off. He was like, nope. And he had a debate. You know, and in those countries, they care about their debates. People watch their debates. It's not like here where people, young people don't watch the debates. Have you watched, this, uh, have you watched the uh, debate? I didn't watch the debate, but. <laughs> but I watched the uh, enough other videos. Um, you know what? Um, yeah, it's a really good moment because we saw the protest in Spain. Tucker was there. Tucker interviewed the leader of the yeah. Vox Party. Which, by the way, I mean, I get it. They're protesting, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll talk about that another time. But they protest today, and they complain about the socialism. They had an election like two months ago, and they lost. So I, I want to know where was the energy? Like the day's energy should have been then, not now. Oh, so yeah, it wasn't there, I, but which now, I don't all like. Of a sudden, like, this brought in that energy. Like you just had an election like a month ago. Okay. You guys didn't do well in that election. What is up with this protest today? Like, why is everyone out protesting in Spain today? You had this election. Like, make the math math. You know, it's not mathing right now. It's no. definitely not mathing. Two plus two equals racism. Exactly. Inshallah. <laughs> so yeah, so no, really good news. We're gonna start off with some. You know, these are like the quick news. Bits of the day. Uh, we would talk. What did we start off oh, with? Miss Universe. Uh, R.I.P. Um, uh, Mrs. Carter. Mrs. Carter. And a right wing. He's really right wing. I don't. I, I think he's kind of said he's right wing. I don't think he's like libertarian because libertarians wouldn't be, wouldn't play favorites like he is, where he doesn't want to do trade with China. Libertarians would would be insane. And when he interviewed with Tucker, they he he and Tucker agreed on the distinction. So Tucker talked about how. He's not a typical American libertarian that goes insane and says, "Why do we have to have fish and lass and see us?" It's like, all right, relax, buddy. This isn't this is this isn't like you know he's not and he knows also not your uh, he's not your American libertarian like in the Cato Institute who I like and I get mail from, but the Cato Institute that complains about Trump because he does tariffs. It's like, okay, get over it, buddy. This isn't also seventeen thirty five. He's also you know against china against communism says he's not going to do trade with china so i guess he, the chinese are going to come to his doorstep very soon and be like hey and he's going to have something to say about it um i'm very excited Maybe i want to see might. what he does yeah. i'm very excited because he's the only person who before i've been watching him before he even had political ambitions and he was the only person addressing the massive inflation and the massive historical economic collapse argentina has had in the last 100 years and he's the only one who's actually proposed anything to fix it mm-hmm. because politicians yeah. of the day Act as if that doesn't that doesn't exist, and treated him like he was crazy when he said it existed. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. when when you when you mentioned the part where you said that he's not you know in favor of like China communism and all of that, I think a lot of people are are opening their eyes with that stuff. You know, with the elites, the billionaires, the you know communism, China. So yeah, I, I think I think a lot of people are are looking forward to that more than anything else, in my opinion. 
Yeah, and I think people are recognizing that, like, they see pretty much that the political elite um, in that country, which are socialists and leftists, yeah, exactly. have been parading yeah. around the world, acting as if everything they do is good and everything they do works. And while they enrich themselves, and you know, and remember, it's 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 this classic line that I always hear from you know Victor Davis Hanson says it's that these people these these people implement policies or implement all these policies when they'll never be responsible or face the consequences of their own ideology. These people do things and never face the consequences of their own ideology. So that I think is the, what people in Argentina probably felt for a long time. You know, these people are doing all these things. We're still poor. We're still, we're, you know, all things are expensive. There aren't enough jobs here. And these people, they're still in power and we're fine and they're good. They live in gated communities. They seem to be doing well. They are fine. They act as if everything's good, but things aren't good. And uh, and and like there is a time. There is like a there is a limit. There there is a limit, not just in terms of like what the people can withstand, but also in terms of the situation can't can, can continue being that until it gets way worse. I like how most of the articles I'm looking at, they just simply call them far right. Exactly. Yeah, because he <laughs> says that he wants to defend the the virtues of of the Western civilization that created all the countries and freedoms that we have to allow people like these dumbasses to write those articles. Like that's literally what he's talking about. He's defending the, he wants to reestablish the, the found, the foundational values or traditions of Western civilization that let dumbasses today, like that guy in that article or bitch in that article to write shit like that. Yeah. Including New York times of Washington post. Yeah. They're all against him. Exactly. Right. Libertarian right wing presidential front runner. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. mention the abortion and they're gonna mention the yeah, it's 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 completely insane, completely the LGBTQ community. Yeah, let's hope that this is the beginning. I want to see Trump in in Malay having a press conference in the White House. That's what I want to see in twenty twenty five. Just hope nothing happens to him. I hope so too. That's a good point. Yeah, I hope so too. Because South, Amer- South America already, is a different game. Yeah, with with him, with with, with Trump, you just just hope that nothing happens to him. Yeah, because you saw what happened in Ecuador with that journalist who had all the tea. Oh, Even, yeah. yeah, and right. and I get it. The right, the 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 moderate right wing candidate won, but we would have wanted this guy, that the journalist who passed away, unfortunately, because he had all the tea and all the and all the dirty stuff. Because what I've been telling you, this is a worldwide leftist cabal. This isn't like a one by one. Inc- they're all together, all connected. And he had the tea. He had the tea on all of that. And what happened to him? See, so. He mysteriously died. No, he was assassinated, of course, in in, in public daylight. Well, he, he killed himself or what? No, they killed him. No, I mean like what would what would like the articles were saying? Like Oh no, you know, the articles or... were just saying that this was like uh this was about crime. Oh, this was just a crime spree. It's like, no, this isn't a crime spree. He was assassinated. Yeah. So then they put assassination, but they don't want to talk about why. It's like, oh he was just, he was randomly assassinated. It's like, all right, nobody's randomly assassinated. That's like the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, how does that work? Like, and it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't work. Also, what doesn't work is you get videos of people walking around a, a building, and all of a sudden they're, they're called, you know, insurrectionists and stuff. It's like they were just walking around the building. Yeah, and being jailed for like twenty years. Exactly, and being jailed for twenty years because the speaker Mike Johnson of Louisiana, who endorsed Trump, by the way. Publicly released 19 hours of new footage of the riots on Friday, 
the January 6th riots, if you were wondering, making good on a promise he made during his campaign for speaker as Trump allies in Congress have been repeatedly calling for all the tapes to be made public, claiming they will prove rioters were, were wrongly convicted. Now, I thought, I thought that all the hours were released to, oh, I see now, because I kind of got confused before. So the previous speaker, what's his name? Um, um, McCarthy. Uh, Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt, Mitt, Mitt Romney. Uh, Mitt, uh, Mitt McCartney. Mitt McCartney, Mitt McCartney. Uh, released all the hours to Tucker, I think, but I think he released them to Fox. Yeah. So Tucker doesn't have them. I think that. Oh. So yeah, I think I, I, now. He yeah. already released So I think now he released them publicly. So everybody got them. Everybody and their grandmama got them. Uh, claiming that they will prove rioters were wrongly convicted. Right wing, so I got this from the Independent, by the way, a left wing British uh, outlet, and so they're not just saying the right wing social media users are amplifying questionable interpretations of some of the clips, claiming that they show law. I mean, I don't understand how you can have a questionable interpretation. They're just walking in a building. How is that questionable? And how is that an interpretation? They're walking. Claiming they will show law enforcement officials helping the rioters storm the Capitol. I mean, there was no storming. With some FBI officials acting as insurrectionists, coining the term Fetzerection. Da, 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 da. What? Oh, Fetzerection. Yeah. Fetzerection. I had not heard of that one, but that's a clever one. I'll take it. That is a clever one. That's a clever one. Fetzerection. So I got videos here pretty much showing you the, ins- the Fetzerection and then also the Palestinians protests in New York City. So you guys tell me which one looks more like an insurrection. You tell me. We'll play it, and you tell me, Deep. Which one looks like the insurrection, and which one looks like uh, a peaceful, a mostly peaceful protest? All right, gotcha. By the way, what they're blocking there is Grand Central Station. Oh my god! And remember, That's this isn't dangerous. the first one. What did remember what the they did last time in the in the white uh, outside the White House? What uh, taking the barricades off and all that? They took barricades out and they even hopped the fence. They that's yeah. what they did at the White House. Remember, they did the same. Remember, Antifa did the same thing in 2020, and Trump had to go to the bunker. And what did the media say? Oh my God, Trump's such a pussy. He went to the bunker. It's like what? There are people protesting, getting pla- getting to places they shouldn't be. Which, by the way, no one in this thing ever did any of that. No one barricade took down the barricades to the White House and went in there, forcing the President of the United States into a bunker. Nobody did that. Nobody. And also in the fashion, because we're now seeing like, I mean, there was an old man walking with a cane. Was it a cane? Was it? Like, oh, you saw him, right? I wasn't the only one who saw him. Like, they, that, I didn't see we're going to play the video again. He's right here. You see him, right? Oh, I didn't see him. Oh, it's like a walking stick. It was the same shit at this point. It's like a walking oh, stick. 
was oh, yeah, the, the yeah. And then and then I was looking at the bottom, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at the bottom, yeah. It's like but then I noticed like, this dude right here. And then they're talk this cop is talking to one of the insurrectionists calmly. He's not arresting him. He's calmly talking to him. I mean, this old man is following COVID laws. He has his mask on. Well, you never know. He has a cane. He might hurt someone, man. He has a walking stick. Yeah, he might hurt someone. It's really dangerous. He it could, but he hasn't. Than... Yeah, it kills more than guns. You know that? That's true. We need a we need an amendment getting rid of the getting rid of walking canes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I have seen, like it's crazy. And then also, you saw what I know that pissed you off: the flags being taken down. In New York City, and being and being replaced by Palestinian flags, who, by the way, are just these peaceful people that are victims. You know, they're they're being displaced and they have nowhere to go, and they're so poor that you know they don't understand why nobody, no other countries want them. Why don't the Egyptians let us live there for a while, even though we lived there for a long, long time? Yo, why where the hell the did they get all Palestinian flag? Yeah, and then they're like, "This isn't planned." Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's like how many flags were there? Like, I yeah, like I saw a lot of people uh, holding around with Palestinian flags. But no, yeah, it really pissed me off. You want to go ahead and take out the American flag, the same country that you're living at right now, and you got the audacity to rip it off. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, remember, they're not saying America, please negotiate peace in Israel. Don't. They're not saying that. They they think they're saying that, but they're not. The message everyone gets is the Palestinians need are victims and they need to fight back against the Israelis and they want to end the Israelis. When they say things like from the river to the sea, that 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 doesn't mean ceasefire. That doesn't mean nope. peace deal. That nope. means final solution. Yep. Exactly. That means final solution. It's so stupid. Yeah, they want to pull an Aaron Yeager. They want to pull an Aaron Yeager. They want to bring out the Arab Titan. <laughs> you see a Titan wearing a hijab. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they transform, they yell "Alu Akbar." They're wearing the white the white, the white cloth and the and the hat. <laughs> oh my god! It, it has a, it has a suicide vest. It has a bomber vest that oh permanently attached god. to it. That's why you have the colossal titan. <laughs> that's the colossal titan. That's the that's the Arab titan. That's hilarious. And here's another Attack one where apparently. Weapons. This is another video that you sent me where apparently they're leading people into the building. And lots of people um, are saying, you know, hey, this looks like not only this wasn't an interaction, but this was kind of like a setup. They let them in to set them up. Normally, normally you would hear someone question, why did they come in in the first place? Exactly. Like, how did they get in? Like, why are you leading them into the building? Why aren't you leading like, even them even if they are leading you guys? Why are you guys going in? I mean. Well, yeah. That also, uh, that's it's, also it's a good point. Uh, it's a appropriate question, yes. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. actually. Yeah, like, why did you go in? But that, that's also want to question the... why... You also want to question why the police aren't doing the job. Exactly. Like, why are they letting you in? Not only, like, not doing their job, because they could have just walked away. They're letting you in. They're high-fiving you. They're laughing with you. They're doing buddy-buddy with you. Kumbaya. And they're, le- they're like, letting you in and guiding you through the place. It's like, yeah, come in. We're going to guide you through. It's like, what? Here's a video of that. There's no sound, by the way. Tell me that's not a tour guide. <laughs> He's holding the sign for some reason. I don't understand why. 
so the message can be out there. <laughs> what the hell? Wow, look at them beating up the cops. Yeah, look at all this violence. God. So well, dangerous. So you know what? Blood. I felt so exactly. I felt so bad for the members of Congress. Like, hey, you know what AOC was doing at this moment? She was hiding underneath I, her I desk. Just, I, just, desk. I just had her in my mind. I'm like, yo, she's she going to be screaming. Yeah. She was crying because she had never heard so much violence, so much vitriol, so much like destruction take place in that day. This was happening, and she felt Poor so thing. horrible. She was so traumatized. The, just the flash from all those cameras, they felt like 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 missiles being shot at her, at, from from like right wing fascists. Wearing wearing a camo mask. Oh my god. Yeah, camo seeing the American down. flag on those poles were like stabs to the heart, and she oh, couldn't take so it. So racist. Yeah. It was so racist. Like she had never seen so many white people in the, in that in, in the same day. Wait, is that oh a Chinese god. dude? Wait, that's a black dude. Is that a Chinese guy? <laughs> no, no, go back to the black guy. It was another one. Right, yeah, right, oh, there's three of them. Oh, go back. Oh, they're go right here. Right oh, that's a white guy. Oh, like Josh. <laughs> go back. Hey, yo, that looks like a Chinese guy. That's all. That guy looked like a Chinese dude. Oh, that's a black dude. Oh, that was Josh. Oh, that was Josh. Right here, you see him? Wait. <laughs> Yo, that was that is, him. Look like him or his brother. Nah, it looks like him, bro. That's Josh right there. Look at that. He just looks back. Yo, that looks like a tall. That's that's oh, tall. No, no, no. Pause right there. I gotta, I gotta take a picture of this. No way. Yo, Yo Josh was at. Josh was at the January six. We're not looking at it. I mean, it's kind of sus because he's not wearing those pink Crocs, but that's him. Oh yeah, I'm gonna just send it to you for now, <laughs> bro. Save that, save that. Oh my god, he's low key a Trumpy. How did he not tell us he was there? He should have told us he was there. All right. I thought he was an Asian guy for a second. And uh, maybe he was trying to hide it from his girlfriend. You don't want her to know. You don't want her to know. Yeah, That's fine. crazy though. But yeah, here he comes. Josh comes. He passes those dudes. He's like, oh, all right, okay, they're they're coming through. He's and like, yo, what's good, my Edward? Jock. He's like, yo, where are my N-words at? And that's <laughs> Brittany right there following him. <laughs> and then here's this bald black dude. That's Justin Pickney right there. You <laughs> look like about to go steal something. <laughs> he did, bro, they, they did. They stole those, those flags. Then they also, and stole, then and they then, also took uh, Nancy Pelosi's laptop. And someone shit in her desk. I kind of want to check it out. <laughs> yeah, look, that someone shitting in her desk, and that's why she was mad. Yeah, but um, but again, that just goes back to show. Like, this is another again. We're doing this again for this is the second time they've been released, and now they're all released, and people are gonna say, "Wait a second, we had a committee that spent how many millions of dollars investigating this? We have had people being being pretty much arrested on the porches of their houses without even knowing it." FBI showing up at their doors, U.S. Marshals out for their arrest. People just because they were in the city that that week are being brought in and being arrested. That we've seen that happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now you want to question because you 
obviously we can tell like in our next uh, presidential debate if we're gonna have a debate exactly. uh, they're gonna obviously bring up January 6th and how awful it was and how tr- it was Trump's fall yeah do you think now that this is gonna work and do you think it's gonna favor them since now all these videos are being released well I think you just brought up the best point is if there is a debate and I don't think there is a debate I don't think they're gonna have yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I've been hearing hints that they don't want to do one but if it's if it's their if it's their debate, do you think this will favor their agenda? The Democrats, whatever you call it, yeah, Democrats. That's a good question. I think the media has already started, and the media this week has been using this to say, "Look at the right wing; they're all conspiracy theorists. They're trying to downplay a very, very big, dangerous day. You know, the worst day in our attack." since Pearl Harbor 9-11. People said that. <laughs> People said that. People have said that in the media. They have called this the worst attack in America since 9-11. I don't know what they're... And then people are maybe are going to say, I have seen videos of this on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I don't see it. I haven't seen it. I What I'm seeing is people walking through... You know, white, crazy white people are walking through the white... through the Congress... the the, the through the congressional building... In many cases, being guided by the police, who the Democrats are not going to say they were fearful for their lives, and in a moment of f- of, of fear and panic, they did the, a brave thing by giving them a tour guide. Like that's what it looks like. It looks like they were being given a tour guide. Yeah, they're being given a tour of a very the a very building. dangerous tour guide. A very dangerous tour. A very violent tour. It's mostly peaceful. A mostly peaceful <laughs> tour, and. <laughs> And I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I just, I just don't see how people are. I, I mean, I agree with you. Like, will it help them? I, I think the media is going to do their bidding, and they already started doing their bidding. Yeah, I, I think they will try their best, but I, but, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll work. You know, um, yeah, I don't think it'll favor them as much. You know, as you said, the media will try as before do its bidding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think people are going to ask questions. They're going to ask questions like, hey, we just had a committee. Like, you guys, we spent two years on this January 6th committee. Liz Cheney and the dudes crying and that black police officer saying that he was beaten up, even though there's videos of him just walking around, running around for no damn reason. You know, and then also questions like, okay, Ray Epps was like, who is this motherfucker? Like, where the fuck was he? And who is he in all of this? Because we still haven't heard. It's not his first time doing this. No, it's not his first. No, no, it's not. And then, then there are way more questions than answers at this point. But these there are more answers now because we have videos of what's happening. People are, and there are going to be more questions because people are going to say, "Okay, did we just waste two and a half years on a lie, on another hoax, on a very good hoax, by the way, very well played hoax? The right fell into their hands that day and did something they shouldn't have done, and it's just getting in. I mean, I think you are right in saying they shouldn't have gone in, but also it's like, did them walking through like like a guided tour, did that justify everything that's happened? No. It didn't. Did it justify on the week of the inauguration, on the month in the weeks after the inauguration, did it justify National Guard soldiers sleeping in parking lots? No, it didn't. Because that's what the Biden administration did. Right, right. Did it justify them walling off the entire Capitol, the the entire the entire National Mall, making it seem as if they were these like protected, uh, victimized royal family that shouldn't shouldn't be touched or looked at because they're above the people? No, it didn't. Because they're not above the people. 
like Millet says, that they're scum, they're vermin, they're trash. They are the worst. Uh, they are the worst things humanity has produced ever. That's who the members of Congress are, and the Democrats in Washington are. That's what they are. They are human garbage. Did that just did this justify all of the things the things they did? No, it didn't because this video doesn't show anything they wanted to show. They tried to make it seem like January sixth was a terrorist attack. That fascist Nazi sympathizers attacked the country, broke in, broke windows, beat up police officers. They said that they killed police officers. I don't know who they killed. And exactly, and and well, that Brian Sicknick, we now found out, died of a heart attack days later. I think I heard about that one. Exactly. So, and then you know, this, the black hole police officer that testified said yeah, that yeah, because he, he was up and bloody. He was fine in, in one of those videos. He was, he, he was exactly. running around. Yeah, he was fine. Exactly. And uh, and then, but nobody also wants to answer. I, I haven't seen another thing. Well, how did, who killed Ashley Babbitt? Yeah, nobody want to question that. Well, what happened? And, this, and no one's, I think we're, there's more, there's obviously tens of thousands of hours. So we will see later on, but like, no one's talking about that. Yeah, there's more coming. More this coming. is the beginning. Well, we thought it was the beginning, but uh, not all of them were released. <laughs> uh -oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, this kind of makes me disappointed with like Tucker's coverage back when he had this, because there's a lot more that he probably could have showed. Now, the question is, did Fox prevent him from showing everything? Because remember, he was fired shortly thereafter. That. Yeah. Did they prevent him, or did he not do a good job? Both could be true. Uh, he's now on Twitter. Yeah, he's now on X, and he could do something about this, but he's not. Yeah, he could do a lot. He's in Spain, um, you know, being hugged by people. Yeah, so... Um, Wait, why, why... I know it's a different topic, but why did he go there? There's protests against the government. Oh, so he's just like... They're and, just he went, and he went to forward. interview... Um, he went to interview Sebastian um, uh, Abascal, who is the leader of the Vox Party, which is the far-right party, like the MAGA party, I guess you would call them, in Spain, and he went to interview them. He went to interview him, and he did, and I think that's interviews out, so... Um, I guess go check it out, guys. He's also like a Malay character, but he's more new than he is uh, than Malay. Malay's old; is has been around for a while. This guy's new and very underwhelming. He I, he had a debate which I saw against uh, back when there was the parliamentary elections, mm. and he was very underwhelming. I mean, he got eaten up by the lady by this not even the woman from the Socialist Party. This lady from uh, like the Green Party ate him up on abortion, just destroyed him. And I was like, yeah, this was a complete shit show. And then I see the protests, and it kind of pisses me off. It's like, bro, you guys lost an election. You guys should have won. Should have won. The socialists should not be in power in Spain right now. All these years saying that we're going to take him back, take it back, and then you lose seats in this election? Oh. And a huge disappointment. And then I see these protests. I'm like, all right. Man. All right. Enough. Do a better do you job. Think it's, do you think it's also happening uh, with America as well? Um, you, you know how I'm well, hoping they'll they'll say like oh you know we're gonna get the seat back you know we're doing such a good job. Well, Next that's what happened in 2022. Remember red wave, yeah. and then it was like a red sparkle, and then DeSantis came out of nowhere to ruin everything with his inflata. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's now being sued by the um, he's now being sued by the ACLU because apparently you know he discouraged the rights of Palestinians by not letting them protest. <sighs> Oh man, <laughs> which is another way of how Republicans shit things up. It's like, why are you banning the rights of people to protest? They can yeah. protest. They yeah. just can't protest. People see when people see them protesting the way they do, they realize the big picture. They see it. They need to see it. 
It's like what, Douglas Murray so had one set thing. What, what's his main point? Not supporting terrorism. That's why he. Yeah, because he that. says that the pro-Palestinian people are pro-Hamas. It's like, yeah, they are, but you got to let people see that. No one believes you, Ron. Just because you say "infinite," nobody cares, and wear boots, nobody cares. Yeah. No, like Douglas Murray back in England said, you know, we what you, what you want to do is let, let these people talk, let them say what they want, and people will realize how crazy they are. Let yeah. them let them say these super genocidal chants, like "from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free." And people will say, "Oh yeah, that's that's crazy, that's insane." Why are you defending Hamas? Yeah, look, we'll stop, stop doing that. Yeah, I hate when I do that, man. <laughs> I hate myself. Yeah, so we're going to move on. So I had another, but... Uh, yo, yo go, go back to his wife. Go back to his wife. What are you doing? No, not that wife. Oh. <laughs> Avers. Oh, you want to get back to Josh? Oh, uh, no. No, not Josh. I've his wife. Mr. President, after today, would you... That one? Well, Mr. President, it's good to see you again. Well, Does Mr. It look President... like that's Javier's wife? <laughs> oh, no, you mean, oh, you meant, uh, uh, here. Yeah. All right, that's enough for you. <laughs> All right, let's move on to this topic real quick. Um, I just wanted to say before we get off, uh, did you see Greg Abbott endorse Trump? Yeah. Yeah, that's another one for the books. Yeah, um, the governor of of Iowa last week went on a went on a rant, a rant, a, a, a anti Trump rant with Ron DeSantis, uh, sitting standing by with his elevated boots, just looking at her. And I'm sure he wanted to butt in at some moment and say, "In Florida," but he couldn't. In Florida, in Florida, we don't have Israel in in Hamas. I think I make it a bit more deeper. You're like the way you're imitating him is a bit squeakier. In Florida, no, he talks like that. that that's... <laughs> he, he pretends he got a squeaky voice. He pretends he doesn't, but he do. He Stop the, it! He got the squeakeroni. Find my shoes. Squeakeroni. He got that squeakeroni voice. I just hope that. Uh... President Xi uh, washed his hands after because Biden's known for coughing on his hands. He's also known for shitting uh, while he's, like, angry, so hopefully that didn't happen, too. What? You didn't hear that? Alex Jones said that there's, like, a, a, a he has a source that says that when Biden gets angry, he shits his pants. Oh, no wonder why Queen Elizabeth uh, smelled that little, you know, tart, tart from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she can smell that little, you know, that... So his 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 visit is really interesting, um, at San Francisco. I didn't really expect that. Yeah, all of a sudden there's no more homelessness in San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. Is that curious? I mean, they say they can't do anything about it, but then when he when he when this dude shows up, they do something about it. Communism. Communism yeah. at its finest. Yeah, I tweeted. Never let Democrats tell you they can't fix homelessness. They just did. Yeah, exactly. Never just let them tell you they can't. Well, I, I'm actually curious on how they did it though. Oh, they did it. They did it the way they tell Republicans we can't do it by kicking everybody out of the thing. So they just went up to him and be like, "You guys are out." Now remember what they also did in Los Angeles the last time there was a person visiting. What did they do? They literally, they literally flooded the the uh, under a bridge. They flooded a bridge. Look uh-huh. that one up. They flooded the underneath of a bridge, and all those and there were homeless people under there. That's what the Democrats in California did. Not Republicans, Cal- Democrats in California 
flooded the underneath of a bridge, an underbridge, and drowned a bunch of homeless people. What? That's what they did. Look it up. I hey, that was nobody's talking about it, but that's what they did. They did that a couple months ago. They did it a couple months ago. I think it's like when the G seven came and I think they were, it was like an event in Los Angeles. I think. Uh, excuse me. I mean, how long ago was this? A couple months ago. Really. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. And then also there was this like huge fire underneath the bridge in Los Angeles and all and like it's like completely it's like a huge mess. Flooded River was out homeless encampment in California. Oh, so this happened last year. So last yes. year, uh, there was like remember there was like all these like uh, heavy rain in California. Uh huh. And there was like a bunch of uh, so much rain that like the um that the dam that the reservoirs in California were like full again because of all the rainfall. Right, right. Well, they let the they let the because California the works works the way it does and they're stupid and they don't realize that they could have kept all the water. What they did is that the reserv the excess water they had they didn't actually keep it. They they flooded it back into the ocean. So how do you take water from excess excess water from reservoirs back into the ocean? How do you do that? You open dams and you let it flow through rivers. Instead of admitting that, the New York the, the NBC has an article saying one person dead, four missing, five other people rescued. After heavy rain hit a homeless encampment under a bridge in Southern California. So they don't even say under a bridge. They just say a homeless encampment in Southern California. Where was the homeless encampment? It was under a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Officials believe all the people were living in a homeless encampment near an area that feeds into a basin. Which means, by the way, and I saw the foot, it was under a bridge. They were living under a bridge. And they were under, why is there a bridge here? Because there's a body of water. They flooded, they, the riverbed got flooded by the government who let all the water out. And what happened? They didn't. They knew there was homeless people there because they know they didn't give a shit, and they just let it in. They just let all the water through. And what happened? A bunch of homeless people died. And they're just saying that there was only one in five. We don't know that because why would they care? Wow. Yeah. And there we go. Yeah, that's how you know these politicians don't care about us. They're trying to say that it happened. It was an accident. They did that. Accident. They did that. And so how did they do this? They just grabbed everybody and all their shit and took them on buses and sent them elsewhere. That's probably what they did. They just bust them somewhere else. They tried to just bust them to some other town and dropped them off and said, here you go. You're homeless. You hasn't changed. Just build another tent. Deal with they probably sent them to Portland. (laughs) Deal with the guys you in America. Exactly. (laughs) What I also don't like is the fact that there was no American flags to be seen when when they were together. It was all Chinese flags. I mean, it, was all I, Chinese it, flags. It, it pisses me off to see Marines holding the flag of a communist China. Yeah, I saw that. That pisses me off. But Biden, you know, because Xi Jinping said he's going to give back panda bears, he's like, we have a bromance. And this is an article from the, uh, the National Review. The Xi Biden bromance that, that isn't. 
It doesn't it exist. He acts like there is one. Biden likes to act like we're best friends. It's like, no, we're not. You're not best friends. This guy doesn't respect you. Yeah. President Xi don't. Yeah, he's not that dumb. <laughs> he's not. He's 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 not. He's not. He also doesn't have dementia and shit in his pants. I hope not. He probably does. So this is what they said. I firmly believe in the promising future of the bilateral relationship Xi Jinping seated with his delegation told President Biden. Seated across a long table with his delegation at one of their encounters on Wednesday. And then Biden said, uh, 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 Jimmy, uh, to host you in the United States is uh, um, a great horny. It's a great, it's a great uh, honor. And and a pussy, Biden said, as both leaders spoke of their desire to avoid conflict. In the run-up to the summit, China's Xinhua News Agency published a glowing piece on Xi's initial impressions of America from his 1985 trip to the same city and subsequent friendships he formed with Americans. The enduring strength of such an amicable bond has always served as a wellspring of vitality for bilateral ties, both in favorable and in challenging times, the report gushed. If there was any, if there was any doubt the U.S. sought to reciprocate these good feelings, look no further. Then why didn't they do this before the cleanup of San Francisco streets? For evidence, as the assiduous care of dedicated as to our role as host. You know, Gavin Newsom didn't even deny it. Oh no! Yeah, he admitted. He was like, "Yeah, the it's cleaned up." Yeah. yeah, we got rid of all of it, and he was proud of it too. I mean, it's all interesting. Why is he meeting? Isn't it kind of odd that that Gavin Newsom is meeting him before the president of the United States? Yeah, I know, right? It's like Ron DeSantis meet, uh, meeting up in Israel. Exactly. It's like, it's like why did he? Why did he went there? <laughs> it's like we invite. Exactly. It's like Trump is going to say in twenty twenty five he's going to have a peace. He's going to negotiate a peace deal with Putin, and then Ron DeSantis goes like the day the the day after to go do this before he meets. Like why? There's only two things: either. Gavin Newsom doesn't give a shit, and Xi Jinping doesn't, or this is planned. And this is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you an analogy. You know the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, right? MBS? Yeah. Who runs things in Saudi Arabia? King Abdullah or King... uh, Not King Abdullah. King um, uh, Saud? I think his name is King Saud. Or or MBS? Uh... Salman. Salman is the... The king. No. Yeah, the king. Who do you think runs things in Saudi Arabia? The king or MBS? Who runs the government? I'll say MBS. MBS. MBS runs the government. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows he runs the government. Who's always doing talking shit and doing deals with Israel? Who always talks about the Abraham Accords with Israel or or, or meets Biden and negotiates and talks about oil prices and and military conflicts and deals with with everybody. Who doesn't? MBS does it. See, King Abdullah, who was king of Saudi Arabia when when Bush and Obama were president, King Abdullah made a habit of doing things himself. You knew he was in charge because he always went to fly with and meet with them. Mm. Always. There was never an instant of of do they, do they not? Um, who's in charge? There was always a question of, you know, are they, are they, you know, 
You know, I just noticed you and Gavin Newsom got the same hairstyle. He's copying me. <laughs> or you're copying him. Yeah, he wishes, bro. <laughs> You kind of want to question what Gavin Newsom was talking about with um, Ching Chong Ling Long. With Ching Chong Ling Long? Yeah. Wait, weren't there like also a bunch of billionaires? Um, there was. Every single, every single CEO, every single major company from MasterCard to from MasterCard to uh, what's it called was there. That's it. This is King Abdullah of the former king of uh, of Saudi Arabia. Oh right. Mm -hmm. He's noticed. He runs the show. Mm. He ran his show. There's actually a Vice documentary about ISIS that I thought was incredibly interesting. Where there's a clip of him when he's meeting with his privy counselors and they do this publicly, where he was complaining and demanding that they investigate and eliminate any linkage from ISIS and Hezbollah and all these Hamas, all these groups in the Saudi military. He wants them out of his thing because Vice was giving the documentary that, you know, is the, are the Saudis involved in all these terrorist in, uh, groups? And the king apparently didn't want that to be true. And May wanted his government to root out and purge out all the people who were betraying him because he didn't like them. And then he turns out, and then he's dead. And so, <laughs> then the um, then the um, then there's this new king Solomon, who is his brother. There's they're all brothers, sons of King Saud, who was who was king during the World War II. And the Americans helped build Saudi Arabia, which the Saudi Arabians would never admit, but um. It turns out the Saudi Arabians have this thing called oil that they don't actually know how to get out of the ground. The British and the Americans help them do it, create a national economy, uh -huh. make them richer than they've ever been, so rich that they can offer Messi and Ronaldo contracts that are worth $500 billion. Messi, of course, yeah. turned it down because he didn't think Saudi Arabia was safe. Ronaldo did because he wants money and he wants to play soccer. And so did all these other people like Karim Benzema and all these other idiots. And so fast forward, we now have this situation. And obviously the alleged role of Saudi Arabia in 9-11. That's also that little thing. Um, so here you go. Fast forward. We have this situation. So why do I bring you that analogy? Is it? Is it that Gavin Newsom is the MBS to Joe Biden? Or maybe Joe Biden's stupid. No, that's what I'm, no I'm trying to say. Is, is Gavin Newsom MBS in his... Biden, Kim, Salman. So yeah, look, Biden is like the president, it. but Gavin Newsom is meeting Xi Jinping. Yeah. The day before. The, the day governor before of the Biden state. does it. Yeah. Exactly. And what are they talking about? Why? Why would you do that? Trump would never let Ron DeSantis meet Vladimir Putin before he does. In fact, he wouldn't even mention Ron. I mean, it wouldn't be in his thoughts. Yeah, Joe Biden. Uh... Donald Trump would just go by himself. Yeah, you would send an ambassador or you would shit talk uh, or King Jong-un on Twitter until he realizes, yeah, we should probably meet. And he'll send Mike Pompeo over there to meet and say, yeah, we're going to lay down, the, we're going to lay some ground rules and we're going to set up a meeting. But you don't send, you don't send Gavin Newsom. Why is Gavin Newsom there? 
So my question is, is Gavin Newsom calling the shots? Is he the is he the guy running, not the country, but I'm going to say, does he have a major say in what's happening? I'm going to say, yeah, I think he does. I think he, I think he's being primed and he think he's being prepared to be the next leader of the, of the Democratic Party. I think Gavin Newsom has won the power struggle and he is now de facto the next Democratic uh, leader. I think, really think so? I think if he doesn't run today, if he doesn't run in 2024, I think in 2028, Gavin Newsom will either be the nominee and he could be president of the United States. Yeah, 2028, I can see him running for sure. Yeah, I think he will. I think it's guaranteed. And I think he will be president of the United States. I feel like he would even. I feel like if he would run in twenty twenty four, he he would get a lot of backlash from um, his own liberal party. I don't well, think so. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think the reason, I think, the reason I think why I say that, that because a lot of people will complain that oh, how come Kamala didn't get a a chance? That's, I think that's the only reason he isn't the um, the nominee yet. Yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. I think that, that's a good point. I think that's the only reason he isn't the nominee is because Kamala's in the way, and she's probably going to have. The Black Caucus, who, by the way, the Democrats don't give a shit about. She's going to have the Black Caucus behind her. And maybe Barack Obama. I don't, I think, I think there's two, I think the Clintons are going to have a say. I think the Bidens are hanging on for their, their lives because I think they still want to be there. And I think the Obamas, the Clintons, and all these other groups are fighting off and saying, who is going to be the guy? I don't think Obama, I don't know what the Obamas are saying. I don't think they want Kamala. Because remember, they didn't want Biden in the first place. They had a chance to put Biden in in 2016 as their guy. What did they do? They went with Hillary, who they didn't like. And then remember what happened in 2020. What, what did Obama say? Joe, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And then what else what did he also say in his book? Joe Biden had a propensity to fuck things up. Yeah. He said those two things. He said, Joe, you don't have to do this. You don't have to run. And then he also said before that, Joe fucks stuff up. He has the propensity and the special talent to fuck shit up. And what he, he, he did both. He literally did both. Thank Obama. Thank you, Obama. Thank you. You're welcome, son. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. You're welcome, my gay son. Uh, you're welcome. Don't tell Big Mike. But when you think about it, it is also scary when you got a bunch of billionaires who came to the meeting as well. And you kind of want to question what we're talking about. Is it like a, some sort of like economic plan for California? So I read an article that said apparently they were maybe, they were maybe talking Chinese, maybe a Chinese takeover in California. Well, that already happened. But they were talking about they apparently I read an article they were talking about. You've heard we've talked about the emergence of India. We've talked about the emergence of this term called um, leaving China before things get fucked up. Okay. What is it called? Decoupling from China? I think that's what it's called, yeah. Apparently, they were talking to the Xi, to Xi and his team about that. They were talking about what reassurances can we get, can our companies get, and can we get as CEOs about what's going on in China? What are you planning? What's going on? And apparently, that didn't go so well. Apparently, they weren't really given any reassurances by the Chinese. That's how weak they are. <laughs> so apparently it seems like they're, you know, shit could hit the fan if the, we keep this weak leader. Now I'm very interested to see because the Putin-Trump relationship was kind of uh, straightforward. There was a respect yeah. level and I don't think Putin had this ambition that the Chinese do. The Russians aren't going to Africa and giving $100 billion. They're not doing that. They're not interested in that. 
I want to know what Trump is going to do. I want to see what the Trump Xi relationship is because remember they left the tree the Trump Xi relationship after 2020 after he le- in the 2020s was fractured. It was fractured in 2019 because we were in a trade war and we didn't leave the trade war. We were still in it and Biden surprisingly to his credit has kept many of the tariffs in place yet. Wow. So we don't have the deal that Trump was looking for that Trump almost got in terms of the the, the, com- the comprehensive trade deal that Trump almost got because of the COVID and because of what they did to him stealing the election and all that bullshit. Yeah, you're not supposed to say that, man. I just did. <laughs> and, you know, so they stole the election and they did all the COVID bullshit and we almost, we could have had a, remember, so that relationship was fractured. I think Trump in his mind is probably saying it's right where I want it to be. We don't like, we're not, we're negotiating tough. I think they respect each other because I think the Chinese said, oh, holy shit, this guy wasn't talking shit. He just said everything we do. We devalue our currency. We put tariffs on all your products, even though um, we don't pay any of any on ours when we import to you, export to your country. And then we have horrible human rights. We are ambitious. We are like uh, kind of the, the hawkish wing. Xi Jinping is the hawkish wing, by the way. And he called them all. He called them out on all their bullshit, like the copyright stealing, the infringements, like you know what they're trying to do to the currency, dollar. He called them all out. I think the Chinese were like, "Holy shit, this is the first dude who ever did this," and he's actually right. And yeah, he's actually like, like calling us out on it. They're probably like, "Yeah, he is. He is different. You know, he's not. Yeah, he's that's, not your exactly. Typical... That's, that's my point. <laughs> he's not, he's they... not your typical American president now these no, days. No, that's my point. He's like they saw that and they said, "Okay, we kind of have to play the game now." And I think that the we we I think it's a shame. It's a shame that it ended because I think Trump and him were playing such a good game of negotiating. I don't know how it ended, but I think Trump in his mind is saying, I had him where I wanted him. I had him where I wanted him. And I, he didn't have enough time. I that's why I hate when people say he didn't do enough. It's like I think I don't I think he's I think people missed the boat. I don't think Trump he does care, but I think Trump sees the big picture and I think he says there are bigger things I got to do instead of focusing on the abortion problem. Like I, I gave you guys the judges. They did their thing. I didn't have to yeah. do that. They did their thing. Yeah. I gave yeah. you all the judges. In fact, I didn't do it. I didn't force the issue. No one told Justice Ginsburg to die. No one told Scalia to die. Like that wasn't a thing. He he did that because it, it came up and he put the right judge in place. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And I think he's yeah. focused on I said I think I think I think I said this to you before. I believe that Trump sees himself as above the culture war. I think he views the culture war as a in the trenches thing, and he views himself as a commanding officer, leading troops, but but developing a overall plan that's going to work. That's why I think he viewed himself as negotiating with the Chinese, negotiating with Putin, negotiating with the European Union in terms of trade the NATO, military aid, all of that. I don't think he viewed himself as a, I'm going to be, in, and, and, and you might disagree because you say, oh, but he was feisty. Yeah, he was feisty when he had to be. He was feisty when he had to be, but he wasn't picking fights. People mm-hmm. picked fights with him, and he replied. And the media made it seem like he was picking the fight. Yeah, right. Remember, who wasn't paying, who, were, who wasn't paying their fair share to NATO, the European countries? They started this. Trump would have never said anything if they weren't. Who had the problem with the immigration, with the wall? Mexico was the one pushing immigration into us because they're the final frontier. 
Trump went to them and said, you guys are a problem. You guys have to do this. Like, he fixed that problem. He's not going to go down to uh, to, to, to Disney World and, and, and fight Bob Iger. He's not going to because he sees that as unpragmatic. But Ron DeSantis, because in Florida, he like that. that's the difference. And when people say, oh, he didn't, he could have done it. He did a lot, a lot. And his strengths were always economic and foreign policy because those were the most challenging issues of the day. This man stopped a nuclear war from unfolding with North Korea. Back in 2015, 2016, when we were in high school and we heard the news, every other day there was nuclear tests being conducted by the North Koreans. They were shooting missiles into the Japanese, the Sea of Japan, Japan over the Japanese, over Japan. Yeah, and Trump stopped that, and that's that's and you guys are mad because he didn't get he didn't ban the gays. I mean, and the trans. Like, are you fucking retarded? Yeah. Like <laughs> honestly, like people don't like. I I look back and I remember because I lived through it day to day, living through it in college and listening to people complain and cry, and I watched the news every day and I read the articles every day. Work was done, and this relationship here. Do you really think Trump would have gone out of a meeting of, of a meeting like this and just gotten pandas? She's gonna give us pandas. Do you think Trump would have ever let somebody come at it like come at him and, and let them and do this to him? Mr. President, after today, would you still refer to President Xi as a dictator? This is a term uh, that you use. Kind of question well, look, he is. I mean, he's a dictator in the sense that he. Now, Biden, of course, gave the worst answer to that question, I think. Uh, no, what I say, he's a dictator, I, I, yes and no. Why does, why does Blinken not want him to say that? Because they're negotiating and they're trying to be buddies. And he thinks that calling out G as what he is, as he's militarizing the South China, the South, uh, the Southeast China Sea, as he's being hawkish to Taiwan and sending ships over the Taiwanese airspace, acting as if it's his, as they're redrawing maps of China and including borders which aren't actually theirs, which are under current disputes with a bunch of other countries, including India, he's making those borders Chinese all of a sudden, taking land that isn't his. Yeah. I think. Trump, remember what he did. He never went out and called them dictators if he felt he didn't have to. Remember what was the problem. Remember. And remember when he met with Putin, what they said? Oh, why isn't he confronting him on the classified, on, on the, on the, um, on the um, what's that called? The um, interference. Uh, oh, the Russian the election interference. Yeah, why, yeah, why isn't he? Because he said... That, that doesn't I don't in his mind I'm, I'm assuming Trump says because I don't give a shit first of all it's not because it's not because he's like I don't care I'm gonna do what I want no, no it's not that it's because he's saying I'm in the midst of negotiating peace friendly terms with this guy why do I why would I insult him if I want to be friendly with him he never called you a dictator he did that's go out and that's say like that's not something that sounds like something Ron would do <laughs> Oh yeah, Ron. He, Ron's gonna come out. He, and he, say, would, he would talk so much shit on Twitter, and then when they go in, into a meeting, that's when he's like friendly, shaking hands with his snotty hands, and <laughs> you know. Yeah, and he's gonna laugh, and it's gonna be awkward. And Mr. President, after today, would you...
And then here's the next video of, of just him just paying attention. Well, Mr. President, it's good to see you. And just notice that Lincoln is literally looking at Biden and trying to say, he's hoping, I think he's praying for this moment, for the he's first time ever, he, for the first time ever, he believes in God now. And he's like, God, please let this old man not ruin this. And unfortunately for both of them, he does. Well, Mr. President, it's good to see you again. We've spent many hours together over the last uh, 10 or 12 years, and uh, to host you in the United States is a great honor and a pleasure, uh, particularly as we to our summit today and for the APEC leaders meeting this week. Look, this time of year, about a year and a day ago, we met in Bali on the sidelines of the G20. Since then, key members of our teams have had important discussions on issues matters to both our nations and to the world. But as always, there's no substitute to face-to-face -face discussions. I've always found our discussions straightforward and frank, and I've always appreciated them. Mr. President, we know each other for a long time. We haven't always agreed, which would not surprise anyone. But our meetings have always been candid, straightforward, and useful. Was he reading off of a note? Huh? What? Is he reading off of a note? Yeah, he's reading off of a paper. Fucking hell. Yeah, well, that's that's what he's come in to. In front of another president. In front of another president. And I mean, no, it's it's. I mean, it's common. I mean, I guess yeah, I, I I'm gonna assume it's common. How common? Well, not that common, but... Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I mean, sometimes you would read... I mean, sometimes I guess you have, like, a little prepared speech that you're going to have. I mean, when you're at a press conference, obviously, you make some address, but typically, yeah, most presidents don't really do that. He he has to, because remember, he can't speak for himself. Um, But I'm going to play some videos just to compare to you what Trump did with Putin and, like, when Trump and Putin were would meet and... Uh, I'm trying to burp. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not common for uh, someone who is a sitting president to read off of notes in front of another president. <laughs> but we got to do it for a dumbass like him. Oh, yeah, he's just, you know, old and, and demented, so, of course. Old and demented. How yeah. old is he now? 79? Like 80? Biden? I mean, yeah, let's see what his age is. Biden is, I mean, how old? Joe Biden. Joe Biden is Joe 81 Biden. years old. He turns Shit. He turns 82 in November. Tomorrow he turns eighty-two. Oh my god, his birthday right next to me. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys were born at the same time. Yo, I might have dementia too. Holy shit. You're gonna have dementia. Damn it. Yeah, well, you guys are gonna have dementia. That goes my luck. Yeah, you guys wow. are definitely gonna have dementia, and you know it's it's gonna be um. November twentieth, nineteen forty-two. Damn. Dude's gonna be 120 years old. Was born November 20th, 1942, at St. Mary's Hospital in Scranton, Pennsylvania. To Catherine Eugenia Biden. Nee Finnegan. What? Yeah. How? Yeah. What? <laughs> and Joseph Robinette Biden Sr. Joseph Robinette Sr. Look at that name. Bruh, that name. 
the oldest family in a Catholic family. Yeah, that's just like, bro. Has a sister Valerie and two brothers. Oh, Valerie, you mean his AKA um, wife? The one that he uh, switched off? Remember that video where um, his sister was next to him and his wife was next to him? But he called Jill the sister and then Valerie the, the wife. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm married to my sister. And, uh, <laughs> no, they switched on me. They switched on me. This is like, I don't, I don't know if you know that. Are you sure you know that? No, nah, he knows. Yeah, I think he knows very well. Yeah, I think they were just, you know. He liked what are you looking it. for? He liked it. Uh, I'm just looking for um Trump and Putin meeting. Trump and Putin meeting. Trump and Putin. Putin. His handshake with Putin is a classic. Yeah, I was looking for that one because it should be somewhere. <laughs> just, um... You just got to let them know that Trump is the uh, the dominant masculine guy. <clears throat> and we don't need someone that shakes hands like a little Ever girl. wondered why Putin... Nope. Never mm-hmm. wonder. Never ever wonder. I don't know why. why Putin. I don't know why either. <laughs> that's all I hear in the background. Yeah, that's all you hear. Do I wonder? Do you ever wonder? No. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we can see these videos now. Actually, this is the moment. This is the very moment. This is the moment, and uh, there is like a lot of time here, and uh, and yeah, there is like the very like yes. <laughs> yeah, but it's like kind of pissing, it pisses me off to see like just like this country pretty much. We need Trump this pipe, man. We do, we do need Trump back, and... I need Danny Trump back. We need to start making money again. Well... Make money great again. Yeah, we need to make America, America great again. Oh, Gavin Newsom was probably talking about the climate change too. Uh, climate mission to China. So all you niggas! What? <laughs> yeah, that was um... <laughs> What the hell was that? That's, that ain't, that's not a Trump. <laughs> well, it was, you know, behind the scenes. But here, maybe, that was, maybe that's Putin. Here's this little uh, thing here. In Russia long ago He was big and strong In his eyes a flaming glow When people look at him With terror and the fear But to Moscow cheeks He was such a lovely dear He could preach the Bible Like a preacher Full of ecstasy and fire But he also was the kind of teacher Me men would desire
I'm actually curious, how good was, uh, You know, it's sort of funny. So Putin, out of nowhere, I never met Putin, but we were on 60 Minutes together. Not together, but together. Meaning, I had a segment, he had a segment. We got tremendous ratings on that show. I took full credit. I said, if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't. But we didn't meet. So, but we were stable mates in a sense, right? It was he and I on 60 Minutes, like five, six weeks ago. And it was great. And he came out of nowhere two days ago, and he said, Trump is brilliant. He's great. He's the leader. He's the leader of the parties. And he said nice things. I didn't know. I never met him, so I didn't know. And he said nice things. All of a sudden, I'm hearing things like, oh, isn't it terrible that Putin is saying that? It, that's not terrible. That's good. That's like a good thing, not a bad thing. He can't stand Obama. Obama can't stand him. They're always fighting. Wouldn't it be nice if we could get along, like, with people? Do you agree? Quit. Do you agree? Why are you wearing a mask, dude? Well, because, you know, he might be caught for January 6th, even though he wasn't there. Oh, he might be a fed. He could be a fed. Well, that's also true. Yeah, well, and that's kind of true. It's like they kind of did respect each other. But you got to see it. It's like they... they they, there was a respect there. Like, they, they're talking, they're just, you know, they're you know, they're not just joking around, but they're talking, they're... Yeah, it's crazy how the media's, like, after him. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. You like, know, for, for putting the column brilliant and all that, it's like, no, this is so bad. And all he said, it was like, yeah, well, isn't it great if there was, like, just peace? Well, y'all are, pretty, well, y'all are mad that he didn't say that to Obama or any of them. That's all he wants, world peace. Exactly, that's all he wants is world peace. He doesn't want like, oh, I'm like I'm a Russian. I want Russia to no. It's it's it's. And then obviously, you know, they would they would do like the. No what? You know, like when they would meet at places, and they would just be like, uh... I'll show you this video here. When they would meet, like when they met in Osaka and they were shaking hands, and they're like, "You need to ask him if he meddled in the, in the election." And Wait, how, how good is like, how good is Putin's English? Does he know a little bit? I don't know. I think he knows some English. I, he's never really spoken it in public. Yeah, because I, I saw him. I saw him trying to speak with Trump without a translator. Yeah, there's like so. I think he, he apparently he knows English. That's what probably the, that's the rumors he does. He knows English, French, and German, including Russian. Um, remember, he was a KGB operative, so they train you. And he was stationed in East Germany, so um, that's kind of the rumor. He was stationed in East Germany when he was a KGB spy. He should uh, here's the thing. Some English. Here's that interview I was talking about. Them in the handshake. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, get over here, little boy. <laughs> Not a fan of the pink tie, but... Right. Barely looking at their eyes. Looks up the family. You don't have a problem in Russia. We have Europe. Yeah. Russia, we have. Yeah. Hello, everybody. That, that's so weird. 
So he knows a little bit. He knows a little, yeah, fucking enough. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. But look at that. There's no, there's no world war. There's no invasion of Ukraine. He is sweating though. Taiwan. <laughs> His forehead is shining. Yeah, they got that. Putin, uh, his representatives, my representatives, we have many things to discuss, including trade and including uh, some disarmament, some uh, uh, little protectionism, perhaps, in a very positive way. And we're going to discuss a lot of different things. Uh, we've had great meetings. We have a very, very good relationship. And we look forward to spending some very good time together. A lot of very positive things going to come out of the relationship. So, Vladimir, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, I cannot but agree with Mr. President. We have something to discuss here. All the topics have been outlined. We haven't seen each other since Helsinki meeting. Thank you very much for both teams for that. Yeah, so it's like, all right. <laughs> like, He's not even denying it. It's like, well, like... that's like a that's such an awkward moment for him too. Well, like he uh, this comment was like, I just love the way Putin just smells like he's on a date. I just I love how he casually said, "Don't mess with elections." Yeah, oh, this is a bot. This is a bot. These are bots. Oh, I Look see. Look, they just copied each other. Like, what? These are bots right here. I am Brazilian and I don't understand why the American people replaced Trump. Oh, why the American people replaced Trump? It was a mistake. I'm definitely voting for Trump 2024. I don't understand why Brazilian voted more for Lula. I'm Canadian <laughs> and I don't understand why a Brazilian would want to... <laughs> I'm Canadian and I don't understand why a Brazilian would wonder why Americans would replace Trump. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> He was like, I just realized Putin kind of automatically has respect for those who he feels comfortable with. Well, yeah, they don't want you calling him a fucking dictator. Yeah. That's what he does. Man, what a dictator. Exactly. <laughs> Putin trying to hold back the laughter. And then there's this moment.
that's that line right there. You can't cross there, right? Yeah, that's the line. Yeah. I've never expected to meet you at this place. If you have excellency take a step forward, you will be the first US president to cross the camera so apparently tucker started a problem he I also started a fight when he was there he went with trump he went he went with the journalist there apparently he started a problem yeah i remember trump mentioned it to him he's like well you kind of made a problem for me and he was like yeah i know kind of <laughs> fought with like the north korean security apparently yeah why would you guys you guys need to hold it down man especially when you go to north korea well, I mean, it's it's unprecedented. I mean, the Secret Service had no idea he was walking over there. Apparently, like, just this was an insane event, and well, yeah. So, congrats to him. Yes, yeah, so I guess we're gonna end things here. You know, uh, let's see. Is there another one? I mean, is there another moment we can write? This is us showing you guys that Trump. YouTube is the number one site yeah, for millions of creators online, like, but as more people flood to the... You know, peace, peace. Yeah, you got you got Winnie the Pooh over here feeling all lonely. <laughs> He's like, dang, I'm the leader of China and I'm over here and I'm, and they're not chatting with me. Yo, they're you were fighting all fight. What were they fighting about? I don't know. I guess they went to skip in line. Is that those are like a journalist or something? Bruh. Dang, RIP my boy Shinzo. I know. Yeah. Uh, there was that one time, remember, like they met and like he touched his arm, his shoulder, and I was supposed to touch the shoulder of a. Uh, oh, of yeah, a, I saw um, that. Yeah. Trying to see that thing right here. So, wait, he didn't have a problem with it? Yeah, I guess like his staff were like, what the, I think he looked back and he didn't realize what it was, and he was like, what the fuck is this? And he was like, oh, it's him, actually. <laughs> and I mean, did, did Trump knew about it? Anybody that challenges the existence of this country and this kingdom, all of us, we are projects 
of jihad and martyrdom. That's my message. That's hilarious to me. That can't be real. Damn, talking all that shit for all that money. I know. It's like blood money, pretty much. It's like Yeah, if you guys didn't have that money, you be, wouldn't be talking like that. Yeah, they would just be pussies. Like, they just, because that's how they are. It's like, that's funny. It's like, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Oh, I want to see this now. Participates in traditional Saudi dance. Uh, that's when he uh, first entered it. Yeah. Saudi Arabia. 2017. <laughs> He's so stiff. Yeah, you just watch him like, alright. Wait, that's MBS? That's like, MBS right there, yeah. He was like fat. Yeah, he used to be chubby. Wow. That's the king, so Just to, for him to, that old guy to walk through the thing. Yeah. Well, then Saudi King arrives in Moscow. We'll just... Show your daughter how much you love uh, her with this beautiful me. gift. It says, to Fuck you. Yeah, see, that's how Biden needs right there. That's so true. But we know he's old and he's the king, so he needs that. But isn't that his, like, his own private plane? That's like, well, that's the king's plane, so I guess. Yeah, that's like his own. Yeah, he probably cold as fuck in those roads. Nah, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, damn, y'all ain't cold in the 70 degrees weather? Y'all ain't cold. I'm not gonna lie, man. Russians be having the cool, have be like having the coolest anthems and shit, man. And the coolest, like the uh, too. yeah, and the coolest like marches and uniforms. The uniforms be, be awesome. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see, Japanese. It's okay, guys. We're not pulling lovers. Jeez. Yeah, we see. We're showing everything. Let's see. Donald Trump meets Emperor. Okay, let's see. Hey, oh, this still called Emperor. Oh, yeah, they had a new one. Yeah, he met the old one, too. Okay, I don't really care about her, but... Yeah, you do. I do, but not right now. Well, he speaks English. I mean, they don't really need... But I guess the translator's there for the purpose, but he's, like, he's still... Yeah, they were getting closer. Yeah. Like a, oh, did you see the new episode of uh, what, what anime was that this time? There's the new episode of the Boruto coming out uh, very soon. Did you see the last episode when uh, Sarada, <laughs> she got her sharing gun? Did you see that? <laughs> and he's like, uh, no, I don't watch anime. Uh... <laughs> oh, I, I highly recommend you, you watch yes. It's very good. Yeah, thank you for coming and listening to me. I recommend you watch. You start with, uh, yeah, uh, Sakura, not not as useless this time. You, we don't care about her. Yeah. He has a long nose. Yeah, he got the nose like you, bro. You might be cousins. What? <laughs> His nose longer than mine. So he might be your uncle. Maybe. with Putin. Bro, how many videos are there? There's so many. Yeah, but we're kind of done here. We're kind of done here. Try to make sure we don't go over the damn timings. That's fine. They like it. Alright, <laughs> we're done here. Alright, guys, so, again, like, subscribe. You know, I hope you guys do that already. I mean, guys <laughs> coming to the end for me to say that? Come on now. Well, you gotta keep saying it, man. But keep subscribing and keep liking. Subscribe over and over again. It adds up. Just do that. Unsubscribe and then subscribe back. It adds double. Yeah. It'll work. Trust me. Yeah, it'll work. Trust us. Yeah. Just make sure that by the end of that process, you're still subscribed. And then you'll be like, you'll be like triple subscribed. So yeah, that definitely <laughs> works. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. And if you add to your racist, uh, we're going to give out like racist tickets. Like Candy says, stay racist. If you keep staying racist, it doubles. So you enter like, and there's like, Racist rewards, so it stays racist. I should like do like, like little um paper slips and then just write um racism passes. Racism. <laughs> racist past active for November nineteenth. By Indian guy, don't worry, it it works. It works. Just hand this out. Please keep this in next to your ID. It expires by a next election. 
decrees present this upon use upon use of racial slur. Yeah, exactly. For Use it wisely. yeah, use wisely. So you can only use that. Uh, so you can only use it on one person, one slur. Or is it a day pass? I'll give you guys three. Uh, no, I'll give you guys three. Uh, three a day. Oh, so you can use oh, so you can use three of them in the day. Okay. Three a day, and then it expires by next election. Oh, so they expire. So they have an expiration date, and you can use them three, three times in yeah. that day. So you have to choose wisely when you're gonna be racist to somebody. And then after the election, I'll hand I'll hand out more, but I'm much, I'm out to charge you guys. Yeah, Sorry. but depending on who wins the election. So if Trump wins the election, it's unlimited racism. You can be ra You can that day he oh, wins, you yeah. can go outside oh, yeah. and scream racial slurs. So that that's yeah, the let's best make part. That happen. Yeah. You won't need the pass anymore. You can just <clears throat> stay racist. Hence, what he says: stay racist. So you would have to prepare now for when it happens. Bro, we're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're here. They're, they're dumb too. We're all dumb. Oh man! All right, so yeah, we're done. Thanks for watching, guys. Save us, Yeah, and prepare. Get ready. Yeah.